If you could change one rule in college football, what would it be? Rivals has arrived. Okie dokie, welcome to another show of Rivals. Scott Mitchell, Jason Buck. Jason, let's get right to it. What do you hate about the rules of college football? And if there was one rule, if you could change the world one rule at a time, what would you do in college football differently than is done today? Well, I think they protect the quarterback way too much. I'm not going to disagree with that. Way too much. And I think, uh, you know, I think, you know, because I don't like cheap shots on them, but good legal hits. And Isn't that, it frustrating to watch oh. watch a quarterback actually get tackled and to have them call, um, you know. <laughs> like like Matthews. Matthews last year at Green Bay on right. that beautiful sack. And yeah. it was by the book. Head to the side with the shoulder pad, yeah. wrap him up, drive him to the ground. I was like, that couldn't be a better sack or yeah. more legitimate. I was blown away by that penalty. You know why it's that way. Well, I mean, the most money's invested in the quarterback. I mean, no. that's the big. It's not why it's that way. Why? Because through the course of time, they quarterbacks develop pusitis, so they have to protect them more. Defensive linemen actually are breaking the rules. How? How? Please I'll break the rules. You know, you you. It's, we're, it's we're, amazing to me on the you, team. We're it's the kindest that people you on the sit team. here with this. I am such a choir boy attitude. Yeah, that I am so high on my morals, and we're, I am so we're the high best on guys the, on the team. Less can, trouble. Can I give you uh, you you deceive we're yourself? We're so nice. You, the coaches love us. You deceive yourself. Easy okay? to manage. Your number one rule, your number one goal, is to hurt the quarterback. Yes, legitimately. No. So here's the rule I want. It's not legitimately. Legitimately. No. Legitimately, in your mind, is. When I bring him to the ground, oh, I just. slam his shoulder into the ground yeah. first, and I land on top of him with all my weight. Yeah, that's not that's not legitimate. As you suck him in, it's your technique, man. You wrap up and you suck him in out the waist. You kind of break Jason, him in half a little bit. And you're pulling Jason, him in so Jason. tight as you drive him in there, and they're helpless. Let me just ask and you: You're taking all you, your force okay. to drive the shoulder in. It's like, yeah, that was legit. No, it's not legit. It's criminal. I mean, one of the funnest ones is the face mask right through the sternum. You could hear the air go out of their body, and right. they couldn't breathe okay. anymore, and then you hurt their ribs. Time and... out. <sighs> when you... Sorry, I was just having some when fantasies you there. have an offensive lineman who goes at your knees... Oh, suckers. Thank you. What are they trying yeah, to they do? post-cut. Their are buddy try- sets you up, and you're they, battling well, him, well, and then the guy well, comes around well, the side that, and blows your knee different? out. That's two on one, man. It's not even two on one. Yeah, what what it does is. it matter? Okay, there's they, two they, defensive linemen. They, they, they get to a quarterback. Stuff. They they set you up all the time to chop your knee and blow it out and ruin careers. Old linemen are a bunch of snipers, and what and they know it. And what, all you guys know, you're snipers. And you're what proud quarterback? Of it. And what you did to quarterbacks is not. Oh, it wasn't sniping. It wasn't oh like my, my buddy came and high load like, you. Like I said, you I was de- just going you legit. Deceive, you deceive yourself. So here's what I want. I want to be able to lead with the crown of my head again when the quarterback's got his arm up and he's like ready to That's throw. That's the rule and you I can, want to change. I can lead with the crown of my head at his rib cage. That's your rule you want to that change. That is, it is a beautiful thing in defensive line life. Okay, crown of the head to the rib cage while your ribs are exposed and you can't defend yourself. Is the new is the new rule change? I would like that rule. Okay, but are you going to argue that? <laughs> no, I, I'm like no. <laughs> That's my fantasy rule, but my legitimate rule is 
This isn't so, this isn't fantasy football. This I was is fantasizing there for a little bit because okay. we talked about what D lineman would like, and I know that all my D line buddies out there are cheering right now with a little, you know, froth coming out of their mouth right. a little bit. And, yeah, yeah, they loved all this conversation. Like buck, buck, buck. Crumb Ryan Scow, everybody's right. cheering for me. So get to the real part, please. <laughs> so we go. I really think the uh, targeting call needs to be changed. Targeting? I, yeah, the targeting, the personal unnecessary roughness, you know, leading with the head. You know what I don't like undif- about it? I mean, it needs to be modified. Here, here's what I don't like about it. I don't like that the official just calls it like blanket style. And then lets the brother. official in the booth kind of review it. It's yes, like it's got to be reviewed. Like, I'm going to take off all the burden from me. And some guy up in a booth is going to determine it. It's like, make a call that you really believe is happening, what you really see is happening. I I don't like the targeting call in, in college football. I really don't. It's so I understand, hard. I understand the whole idea of protecting players. But, again, I think you can tell when there's malice with someone. I don't think they should ever throw a guy player out of the game. You know how they throw him out just instantaneously. That's bull crap. A player should never be thrown out unless it is so flagrant. The people up in the box, you know, that review it and confirm it and everything. Because I agree. Because it's everybody knows it's so hard to tell on television in the stands. The game is happening so fast out there, and those players, you're coming in to make a tackle, and you've got targets when you're tackling, right? And you're you're trying to come in, and you're putting your head across a hip or on this side of the hip. You're trying to drive your shoulder through him. That guy's moving at full speed. You're moving at full speed. He's ducking. He's spinning. He's going low. He's going high. You're trying to adjust your head while he's adjusting his head because they throw their head down, right? Because they're trying to get leverage before they get tackled. And how do you perfectly avoid helmet to helmet contact? I watched so many. It's of like these, so uh, hard last year in college football, and it was it, it and they throw the guy out of the game, yeah. and then they say you're out for the next the first half of the next Depending game. Depending on when you get. Yeah, when you get ejected. When you yeah. get ejected. And I'm like, holy cow, you just affected, you hurt the guy's year of play. If they miss that much of football, right? You hurt the team, punish them big time. And for them to be ejected, into the, depending on when they ejected, into the first half of the next game, I think it absolutely deserves a conference you know, committee review to see if that was purposeful you know, right. targeting and not just an accident of a guy trying to play hard hustle football. I actually kind of agree with you, Jason, which I'm surprised. They need to modify that. I forgot about that rule. But you know what? I have a different one. We're going to take a break. When we come back, I'm going to tell you what mine is. All right. Back to rivals, Scott Mitchell, Jason Buck here, talking about if we could change one rule in college football, what would it be? Jason's rule, his real rule, was uh, targeting, yes, and, and a review of the targeting process. And I, I agree with that. I, it. It makes me scratch my head. Uh, I don't. I don't think for the most part players have an intent to injure. I mean, I think there are some cases when when it needs to happen, but a lot a lot of these calls are. Egregious. It's just. It's, it's I don't very know, like, rare. I, I've known very. I, I can't think of anybody off the top of my head that intended to injure somebody. 
right? We knew people got hurt. We all knew when we played football, people get hurt. I think there's an, int- there's hurt, an but, intent to be like physical and tough. Oh, yeah. and just punishing. To try to, you know, a lot of these receivers to try to jar the ball out or something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And tackle so hard they don't get back up. You know, I mean, yeah. you, you want crushing good hits, but you, it's all within the the game of football that we knew we took the risk but i didn't know any i didn't honestly never heard anybody talk around me like hey i'm gonna just injure this guy right <laughs> yeah never never heard that kind of in the moment in the battle it kind of on the battle yeah and there's payback there was yeah. there was payback all right well my rule is a little bit different uh it's more to do with time and i think that uh games are too long the interest level. We're in a society where we we just we all, we only have so much of a of an actual window that we can pay attention. It's a gratification, and so I want to have a running clock in college football. Wow! And, and do it just like they do in the NFL. And uh, there's obvious stop. How much times. time would that cut off the game? You think there are uh, stop it, times? There's television yeah. advertisements and so yeah, forth. I mean, so well, yeah. The, the television advertisement in the NFL is just it's insane. Oh, it is. But but for uh college football, I would love after you get a first down not to have a timeout or or, or, or the, stop the, the clock. Stop the clock. Yeah, just, I like that. Just yeah, yeah. The, I just see let the saying. clock keep going. Yeah. It, it it doesn't change, nothing nothing happens. They're very efficient with uh the the sticks on the sideline and the officials and it's not it's not that much of a an impact on games, but I think it would have a huge impact on the viewership of games because a lot of a lot of places there just seems to be a dwindling fan base. In yeah. the Pac-12, it's like that at BYU, um, the second half of the season, and that, yeah. that has more to do with it's not the time per se, but maybe it is. People are busy and they they'll they'll come and watch, but if they're going to be there forever. Well, you're uh, competing. I mean, the stadiums, the teams are competing for people's time, and you got to have a value there that you know people want to come. You got to have an attractive stadium, attractive experience. You're competing against you know 4K gorgeous big screen TVs in the comfort of their home, you know, versus fighting right. the traffic and you know battling to get out the stadium and watch a game. So, so if it just drags on and it goes it drags forever, on and, and I don't have good yeah, Wi-Fi. I and my favorite player gets kicked out because of targeting. It's yeah. like I'm I'm done. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, there I you have it, that's folks. A great point. We actually have um, solved the problems with college You and football. I make football better together. Or, or actually, at least beginning, because this whole scheduling thing is ridiculous and yeah. whatever. Yeah, but that's another one. It's another episode. All right, this round of Rivals is over. We're off to our corners. He's Jason Buck. That's Scott Mitchell. You can uh, text us uh, at 655-37. Go to Facebook at The Rivals Podcast, Twitter at The Rivals Show. We'd love to hear your stories, your ideas, and your thoughts about what rules would you change in college football. And uh, we'll catch you soon.